What's going on, y'all? It's Brandon McGee here. And of course, you already know, we are inside the room where we discuss politics, leadership, and culture. And, you know, as of late, we've been having some amazing individuals uh, come inside the room and share their thoughts on various topics. And the same is happening today. Uh, we have an, another amazing person who is not a stranger uh, to this show. Uh, we met last year and I just, I kept up with this guy uh, to the point where I started sharing all of his information on my Instagram page and sharing it with other Black men. Um, and it was as simple as a tagline that's his his name of his company, his website, you name it, express yourself, Black man. Uh, and it is just something uh, when you have um, other men in spaces where they are able to affirm one another, um, but most importantly, provide uh, some life-changing quotes uh, and resources uh, that will help us. Uh, and there, there was one quote, uh, and then I want to go ahead and introduce him, uh, that says, it's simple. And, and I'll, even, I'll even take away black and just say, man, it's okay to not be okay. Uh, but he specializes in creating safe spaces for black men and all men of, walk, of walks of life, but in particular, black men. Uh, and he goes by Kizzle. Uh, he's the founder of Express Yourself Black Man, uh, a platform uh, that he created so black royalty, all black people could have a safe space to express themselves healthily within the hopes of creating a community of healing. Uh, Kizzle, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. I mean, I don't do justice explaining who you are um, mm -hmm. and sharing your bio, but tell, tell the folks who you are. Tell the folks who you are. Listen, Brandon, I, I, I appreciate that beautiful introduction. You definitely did do it justice. Um, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm always glad to sit down and talk with you, bro. It's, it's uh, definitely um, a dope platform that you have and a dope thing that you got going on, man. So I appreciate the invite for sure. But yeah, my name is Kizzle. I am the founder of Express Yourself Black Man. I am a mental health advocate. Underneath that, though, I was talking to my therapist about what does it mean to like say who you are? Like, what is it? Who are you? Right. And we, was, we were having that conversation and um, we're going to get a little deep early but um we were talking about how as men like a lot of the times we identify or just as people we identify with what we do instead of who we actually are and sometimes this can be detrimental to us because if that thing gets taken away we kind of lose the validation from it right so what i do is mental health advocacy who i am is a good person that wants to help other people right and so that's that's who i am a person that wants to help other people and it's starting but, with the community. You know, I don't know, because I struggle with that very question. Mm -hmm. People ask you, well, who, who are you, Brandon? Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm just like, oh, just Brandon. Mm -hmm. And why do we have to take on, um, what's the syndrome? Um, I'm going to get it before we finish this. Yeah. Yeah. There's, a, there's a syndrome mm -hmm. that we have adopted. Um, anyway, I'm not doing it any justice without saying the word. Mm -hmm. uh, but, but why you, not talk about why not talk about who you are? Oh, I'm just a person that's trying to help. There's more. No, to no, 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 absolutely. So 
here's what I'm saying. It's important to talk about who you are in terms of who you actually are, the characteristics that make you make make you you, right? Um, and because the reason why I do it that way is because let's say something were to happen and I was to lose the title mental health advocate for some reason, something happens and that title gets taken away. Now I'm in a kind of an identity crisis if I identify with what I do versus who I actually am as a person. If I identify with what I do, mental health advocacy is taken away from me. Now I go back to the question, who are you? Because I don't know what, what, that, quite, what that answer is anymore because that title has been taken. But if I identify with who I actually am, like the characteristics that make me me, you can't take my characteristics away from me. That always, that's always going to be me. I'll always be who I am. You know what I'm saying? I'll always be that you, person. You've justified it. No, 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 yeah. no. You explained it in a way, but I'm going to get the name of this. Yeah, syndrome. please, please do. I definitely Posture syndrome. It. Posture. Posture or imposture? Imposture. Imposture syndrome. syndrome. Imposter? Watch. Okay. Okay. Keep, keep going. Keep going. No, but yeah, so I just wanted to finish my intro. Um, so yeah, I'm just, you know, I, I'm, I'm the founder of Express Yourself Black, man. It is a community of healing at this point. Got um, it. For Black, for the Black community um, and Black people, uh, starting with Black men. And I got into mental health advocacy in 2017 after dealing with my own uh, bout of depression and realizing that we don't talk about it enough in our communities. I started something called A Killer Brand in 2017, which is a project aimed at raising awareness for depression and helping people through difficult times. And then in 2020, I got into therapy after one of my relationships failed. Uh, I ended up getting cheated on. And so that's when I realized, okay, I need to hop into therapy because I didn't want to become this bitter dude that couldn't you know, create relationships with women or healthy relationships with women. And so I hopped into therapy, started learning all these different things about myself. I was already in mental health advocacy at that point. And it propelled me to start an Express Yourself Black Man because I was like, yo, I'm learning all these things in therapy. Why don't we talk about therapy? Like in 2017, it was, why don't we talk about depression? 2020, I was like, yo, we should be talking about therapy. Like even before we talk about depression, we should be really talking about getting into therapy because that, that can kind of uh, help you a lot with all your mental, like not all, but a lot of your mental health issues depending on who you have as a therapist. So I have a Black woman as, as my therapist. Uh, she's still my therapist to this day very very dope individual um and it's helped me do a lot of different things and so i started learning all these things about myself and just started posting on my personal page that grew into me starting a podcast and that's how express yourself black man was born and now we have a community of over fifty thousand people on ig over a thousand people on youtube we're creating an exclusive community to kind of create more healing opportunities we're partnering with a black organization that offer low-cost therapy to people as well so things are really growing things are really growing that's dope. That's dope. And it's so, it's so funny. So I can be comfortable with you. Most yeah. interviews I'm, I'm crazy nervous and I'm still like nervous, mm -hmm. but like, so it's, it's funny. You said, um, I just need to finish my introduction, please. Thank you very much. Um, so no, it, it was the imposture syndrome, imposter mm -hmm. syndrome. Mm -hmm. And it, I don't think you, you, embodied this but the imposter syndrome is basically defined as doubting your abilities and feeling like you know you should downplay who you are mm, um, and yeah. what happens yeah. is it um it disproportionately impacts high functioning high achiever uh, achieving people like yourself mm. who find it difficult to accept all of the success that you've been able to attain 
Mm. No, absolutely. I struggle with that too, though. Yeah, that that's part of it. But I mean, that's not the reason. I, why I know, I know, I do, and it just sounds yeah. so familiar as you were. Saying. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Imposter syndrome for me uh, comes out in, in several different ways. So, like, people will hear the intro, they'd be like, "Oh, wow, this dude is doing all these great things. Like, he should have no doubt about himself. Like, he should be super confident about himself." I get messages from black men all the time. I got all these thousands of likes on posts and all that kind of stuff. And I still have moments where I'm like, damn, man, I don't even know if I, if I should be doing this. I don't <laughs> even know if I'm the right person to be leading this community. And it's like, bro, what you talking about? You got all, like, you know what I'm saying? So that's, that's what goes to show, like, no matter how much validation or affirmation that you get, it doesn't matter externally if what you're saying internally doesn't match. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, your internal voice has to be louder than what you're getting externally, regardless of, it, regardless of if the external is good or bad your internal voice always has to be that balancing voice that keeps you balanced, that keeps you going. So that's what I've been trying to do for like the last couple of weeks is just get my internal voice to the right vibrant, uh, right, right vibration so that I can continue because you can't get too high, you can't get too low. Um, and it's a very tricky, it's a tricky uh, balance that you have to have. Too high, you become arrogant. Too low, you become insecure. All right, Pastor Kizzle, come on. No, seriously though, seriously, seriously. So, so before we, we take a, a quick break, um, I, I want to go back to your um, relationship, which I think birthed this amazing product, baby, that you mm -hmm. now call Express Yourself Black Man, mm -hmm. that really allowed you to channel all your energy and information uh, that you received that, quite frankly, helped you to become a more refined person mm -hmm. um, in, in different spaces. But how did that one situation just not only trigger, but it birthed such this amazing sort of ability to help so many? Like everybody, everybody's been cheated on a lot of people. Like yeah. what made yeah. this situation so? Here's the thing, right? There's something called post-traumatic growth and I'm not an expert on post-traumatic oh, growth. Oh, okay. Right? But I'm not an expert on post-traumatic growth. And I also don't know how scientifically, quote unquote, proven it actually is. But I do know there are a few people around me that have experienced trauma and have grown as an individual, like significantly, significantly as a result of that trauma, right? And so what ends up happening with trauma is that it informs your decision-making in some way, shape, or form. It either tells you that you should do something to avoid it, or you should do something to address it, or whatever, however you deal with it it's going to inform your decision-making moving forward. That, that we know, right? And so for me, I didn't want my trauma to make me uh, making bad decisions. That's really what the, that's really the gist of it. And I realized that the best way to make sure that my trauma wasn't negatively impacting my decision-making was to go to therapy. And so when I got into therapy, I was already open-minded because I knew my trauma was potentially informing the way I viewed the world. And so that made me more receptive to what my therapist was saying. The problem with people that go to therapy that don't like end up healing as quickly, right, as other people is because they kind of reject the message or they, they struggle with accepting the fact that they have things to work on and they don't do the work. I came to therapy like a student. I was like, okay, you tell me what you think is going on. And let's have these conversations. And I want to listen to you and what you're saying. And even though it's hard, you, just to clarify, yeah. so so that the folks who are listening, 
um, and they're, 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 they're hanging on to every word that you're saying because they really want to go to therapy, right? Mm-hmm. But they're just like, ah, I don't think I'm ready or I can't find the right person. It took you a little time though to process yeah. what happened to you. Oh, you of went course. through a grieving moment. Okay. Mm-hmm. Of All right. course. I was, uh, let's, let's talk about that real quick before we get into me in therapy because I don't want people to think, oh, I don't want people to think that I just got cheated on next day. Okay, boom, I'm in therapy. No, 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 no. Cheated on next day. I said, I cannot believe this woman cheated on me. <laughs> me? Yeah, bro, me? I, bro, I swear to you, exactly what you just did was me in the crib. Like, no way this woman just cheated on me. I'm, I'm pissed. I'm talking to the bros like, yo, I'm going to beat her up. Like, I'm saying, I'm saying things. That's not even me. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not, I, it was anger though, you know? And, I, and I, I, I'm honest about this point in my life because I want people to know what it looks like, right? Like, you shouldn't act on that. And I'm not proud of it at all, but I'm going to be honest and transparent about it because I want people to know that that was the process for me, right? It was disbelief. Then it had to, then it went into kind of anger, right? And then sadness. And around the anger, sadness phase, I hopped into therapy. And that took me about probably like around a month. Um, but I had already also been through a breakup before that too. I had been through my first heartbreak. So I knew what that looked like. So some people have never been through heartbreak and their first heartbreak is them kind of getting cheated on. And so your process is not going to be a month. It probably won't be a month. It's probably going to take a little longer because my first breakup took me almost like a year. Right. So I had that history and that experience to kind of go off of, which made my second breakup a lot less uh, damaging for my mental health because I knew what I needed to do in order for me to kind of come out of that and not be super depressed. I, I had a process in place, but I also knew that it was negatively impacting the way I viewed women. I didn't trust women anymore. I felt like women were, all women were cheaters and that they would cheat on me and that women were evil. That's literally what I said to my therapist. I said, women are evil. She's like, how do you think women are evil and you want to get into another relationship with a woman? Does that? And then I was open-minded, right? So now I'm hearing that. I'm like, damn. This goes against what I think, but she's speaking facts. Mm-hmm. But you like, in the back of your mind, you're like, no, but they, they're evil though. How could they, they do are, this to me? Right, 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 exactly. And so we're working through that thought process, right? And I'm still being open-minded about like, yo, you know what? I may have to change my perspective. It yeah. didn't really change the way I acted, but it opened me up to the idea that I could be wrong. And that's the problem that we mm-hmm. see a lot of the times. People don't want to be open to the idea that they could be wrong about the way they view the world. Mm. So, so let's do this. We're going to take a quick break. Those of you that uh, just joined in, thank you so much for joining. You're inside the room where we discuss politics, leadership, and culture, and we have a special guest, none other than Kizzle, uh, the CEO, the chief creator of Express Yourself Black Man. You can go there right now, expressyourselfblackman.com. Uh, and really, really dive deep in all the resources and products. Uh, but, but what leads his work is helping Black men, all right, in safe spaces, not limited to. He also has an ebook uh, that I enjoy so much. Um, I would say I shared it, but I'm kind of stingy because I want folks to pay for it to support his, his business. Um, but he's going to talk about that as well. But on the other side, um, just to kind of prepare yourself, I want to talk a little bit about what you've um, seen around the increase of mental health during COVID um, and also post sort of COVID while we're still in it. 
Um, yeah. And I think there's another variant, uh, but have you seen an uptick in men, men of color, uh, wanting more therapy, wanting more, you know, a, a, of addressing their mental health? So mm-hmm. if y'all there, y'all keep it locked right here. We're not going anywhere. We're going to talk a little bit more. We're going to dive deep. Please share with your friends, your family, especially another brother who you think could benefit uh, from today's show. All right. Y'all keep it locked. Don't go nowhere right here on FUBU Radio. What's going on, y'all? If you missed the first half, you missed a treat. We are here with Kizzle of Express Yourself Black Man. And we learned a little bit about Kizzle. He talked about his breakup and what really prompted and birthed uh, this amazing platform that exists today. Uh, But I want to quickly jump in and I want to talk a little bit about the effects and impact of COVID on men's mental health, quite frankly. Um, There was a new survey uh, uh, that basically found that COVID-19 pandemic is having a larger impact on the mental and general health of American men than any other population, or rather American men uh, that basically would admit to it. Uh, Mm -hmm. Y'all know how we are. Um, and, and this information I'm taking uh, from uh, a website called healthline.com, and they provide a lot of research and resources around mental health. But I want to I really just use that as a starting point for the conversation around men health, mental health within the Black space. And have you seen, Kizzle, an uptick of men who follow you on all of these various platforms asking like, yo, where do I go? Because I'm just, I'm not feeling myself. And I feel like COVID, this pandemic life, even before this, have really just had a great impact on on me. Have you seen that? So here's what I'll tell you I have seen. So I started a platform in 2020, towards the end of 2020. So we were already in the pandemic when I started the platform. But I think it speaks to, I think, Part of the reason why the platform has grown so much is because of the pandemic. Men are looking for resources and outlets and they are trying to find it however they can. So Express Yourself Black Man is a resource. It is a outlet for a lot of these men. And that's part of the reason why we've grown um, almost 10X since we started, right? Um, What I will say also about the pandemic as it affects uh, Black men specifically in our mental health is that those numbers and like that survey isn't shocking to me, right? Because we don't really engage in activities that are traditionally helpful for our mental wellness. A lot of us don't even know what activities we can engage in that are helpful for our mental wellness. And when you look at women, they have things that they do, um, not all of them, but majority of them have things that they do that are good for their overall mental wellness. They talk to their girls about what's going on, like deep conversations about things that are really bothering them, what's going on in their relationships, what's going on at work. They cry together, they laugh together. They have this kind of camaraderie that we have as well, but it's more so, yo, bro, how you doing? I'm good, bro, everything's straight. Meanwhile, car done broke down the other day. You gotta pay $300 that you don't know where the $300 is coming from. Your boss is getting you upset. You got a deadline that's due tomorrow. You got all this extra stress that's going on at home as well. Uh, to try and take care of kids or a wife or mother or dad or brother or sister, whatever the case may be. 
And your answer is I'm fine, right? So we internalize already. So just that internalization plus the pandemic where we don't have the normal outlets that we would that we would have, of course, of course, mental health is uh, our mental health is going to be affected. So I have seen a uptick in men that are just reaching out. Um, I would call it an uptick because it's just not normal for me to be seeing um, that many men that would reach out. But at the same time, like the page has grown a lot. So I think that's part of the reason why. Um, but I, I do know other platforms like Black Men Heal and Therapy for Black Men that have had a substantial number of men, um, Black men that have like reached out to try and get free therapy. So Black Men Heal specifically offers free therapy to Black men up to eight weeks of free yeah. therapy. And so they have a, a wait list right now of, of Black men. So there are a lot of Black men that are reaching out and I would assume that it is part of the pandemic um, and just a, a greater issue in our community like we talked about before, which is um, we're seeing the generation that grew up not knowing how to manage their mental health and wellness in a society that may, that, that you need to have these practices for. Like we're in a society right now where we have access to a lot of different information and we're on social media, we're comparing ourselves to people. We're just a lot more unhappy than other societies because we have so much access to things. We can see things so easily right we're on social media all the time we're on our phones all the time and we're not we haven't um grown up learning how to manage all of these different things that come with the level of access that we have so i think that's a big that's a big that plays a big role in it as well so so a couple things it, it's safe to say that you are a conduit right your platform yeah. you 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 basically receive information and then you triage those requests to therapists, mental health specialists, all that good stuff, right? Yeah, or definitely. is Kizzle a licensed professional that can really help? It's in the, in the future, it's in the works. It's okay. in the works. Yeah, okay. we, we are I, con we're, we're conduit right now. We are going to become a full, uh, full on service once the exclusive community launches. So we'll have low cost therapy in there. Members will be able to get therapy for $50 or less. There'll also be categorized content. There'll be community forums where we have these kind of discussions. So think of it as kind of like a group session, not really a group session, but it can be thought of as like a group session. There'll be live podcast episodes. There'll be exclusive merch, all of these different facets to make a one-stop shop. You come in, you join the community, you get all your content, you get the supplemental community, but you also get the one-on-one -on -one conversations with a lot of And, that's, and that's, per that's precisely why um, I asked, because I'm not sure that there is a one-stop shop for men of color to go nope. not only feel safe but also receive the resources needed right. to help help them where they are right uh, but i, I want to go back to one point that you made and it really sticks out a great deal when brothers come together somebody asks, how you doing one of the things that i usually share with people when they ask is oh um I don't have no complaints. And even if I did, nobody would listen. Ooh. A part of me, a part of me really believe that. And then there's another part of me that's just like, well, do they really want to hear what's going on? Mm -hmm. You know, so is there a time and a place, which I do have the answer for, but is there a time and a place, you know, for you to kind of just download on somebody or should yeah. that always be reserved for your mental health? your therapist you know what i mean like no yeah so here's the thing right like the whole point of having the community is because it's important for you to have 
uh, resources and platforms and things outside of your, your therapist, right? Like I think of therapy as like college. You go to college, you go to a 50 minute class, but you still got to study outside of college or else you're going to forget everything that you learn. Therapy is the same way. You go, you do your session, but you still have to apply it. What better way to apply it than in your actual communities? But we need to be mindful about how we approach these conversations. It can't just be, hey, Brandon, how you doing? And it's like, yo, bro, I got all this crazy stuff going on, man. It's so crazy, man. You talking for an hour, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause I'm like, dang, I won't, won't, won't. I wasn't even expecting that, Brandon. Like, I'm just thinking you're gonna say you good. You know what I'm saying? So it has to kind of be a gradual uh, conversation, at least to that point. And you have to let the person know like, yo, bro, I got a lot going on. I don't know if you're in a position to, for me to kind of, you know, down, you know, to, to take in what I have to say, but if you're not, I understand, right? And then you you deal with it with your therapist or with somebody else, right? So we had to reach out and kind of set expectations rather than just reaching out and just spewing everything that we have. Um, as much as we think, um, as much as that's good for us, it may not be good for the person on the receiving end because you never know what they're going through, right? Like, so you have to just ask like, yo, are you in a position right now to, to kind of give me some advice to hear me vent, that kind of thing, and just be mindful of other people's uh, mental health as well. So, so I know you got to get going and, mm-hmm. and I really wish we could probably sit here for another hour just to kind of pick your brain mm-hmm. on the work that you're doing. Um, but I, I, I took a look at your, your, your posts on IG and again, tell folks how, I mean, I think I've said it about 90 times, but yeah, yeah. share with folks how to, how to connect with you, all mm-hmm. that good stuff, and also let them know what products you're selling and what you're working on. But I, I do have a final question for you uh, yep. before before we get out of here. Absolutely. You got to share with the folks. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to ask the question. That I was going to share. Ooh, I want to. I want to end off on that. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So you guys can find me on IG at Express Yourself Black Man. It's exactly how it is. Uh, worded so express yourself black man on ig the website is express yourself black man as well the youtube is express yourself black man um and you will be gave you will be given access to everything if you follow those pages and you, and you consume the content so we have over fifty thousand people on instagram we have over a thousand people on youtube uh the the podcast as well express yourself black man we have over 40 episodes over ten thousand downloads in the last three months um a lot of dope people a lot of dope therapists activists advocates uh, doctors, all these different different people that I sit down with and just have conversations to bring content and healing to the Black community. So those are the different facets right now. The exclusive community is launching. It's going to be revolutionary. We don't have a one-stop shop for Black men, but it's coming. It is coming for sure. Um, we also have the ebook from Hurting to Healing, A Black Man's Got to Feeling, four different chapters on healing. Um, what first chapter is on breakups, second chapter is on depression and suicide ideation, third chapter is on anxiety, four chapters on attachment styles, those e- the ebook will be free in the exclusive community. I'm also writing a therapy ebook to get people started with therapy um, in the black community. Why it's important? How to get? How to find a black therapist? How to find a therapy with no insurance? That will also be free in the exclusive community. So, listen, tap in, get 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 get. Look, we we rolling right now. We rolling. Listen, you said it. You got to tap right on in. Go to go to expressyourselfblackman.com and you can download all of that information. So, before you go. Um, you, you push out a lot of great content. And as I've shared with you during the break, um, I've, I've, I've got followers who I know don't share nobody's information. As a matter of fact, they hate following folks. They like to lurk, but they actually share your information and they're tagging other brothers 
<laughs> to just download this information because it's good content and it's also um, a great resource to help and heal, quite frankly. And so your recent post that you just you just posted about two hours ago, um, you talk a little bit about people pleasing um, <laughs> and how we should really stop. And the first thing I thought of is being a black man uh, in today's society, you're almost conditioned into thinking, I've got to be a certain way. Um, I've got, I don't want anybody to think that I'm an angry black man. Uh, and, and, and thus I want everybody to somewhat appreciate or like me. Um, and it becomes exhausting. It becomes a bit much. What, what, are, your, what are your thoughts on that? And I mean, don't give away too much because I want people to go to your page and actually follow you and read it. Yeah, but yeah, like, absolutely. why this post? What prompted this? This post uh, was prompted by my personal experience. Uh, a lot of people uh, or a lot of the posts are prompted by my personal experience, right? Like a lot of the times I'm talking to me and if it happens to resonate with you, then that's great. Um, and that's that's part of the reason why the brand has, so in the business and the community platform has has grown the way it has. Um, so people pleasing, man, I am a expert people pleaser, right? Like, and it's very performative, right? Because what it is, is like, you want people to be happy because you want to be accepted. If you're accepted, you feel loved. If you feel loved, you feel validated as an individual. You feel like your existence on earth is, is, is good. Like you feel, you feel happy about yourself as an individual. The problem is it becomes, it becomes extreme to the point where you don't even know who you are anymore. And you're only doing things to seek validation from people you're not truly living in your authentic expression how can you have how can you be expressing yourself black man if you're expressing yourself with the intention of trying to make other people happy and please other people right and so there's this issue that i've been having not really an issue but it's kind of like a, a conflict that i've been having with the page where i'm very opinionated right so when I make my content, I make my content in the confines of my home. I don't have to care about anybody's opinion or anything like that. I just talk how I actually feel. What you happens? Gotta bounce, you got to bounce it off, people. <laughs> right, right, right. And not even necessarily, right? Like, it's not like I'm saying anything crazy or anything like that. It's just um, I'm being my, my, my true authentic self, right? And so what happens is I post these reels where I'm being very raw in my expression. And people say, yo, bro, I don't like your tone. I don't like what you're saying, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. This isn't good. And so when I read these comments, the people pleaser comes up, right? Because it's like, yo, bro, nah, I didn't want you to take it like that. This is how I actually met. You know what I'm saying? So I have a conflict where I'm opinionated. I'm being genuine in my authentic, genuine in my expression. But I'm doing that in the confines of my home. When I share with 50,000 people, of course, you're going to get a few people that don't agree. Right? right. And so that's what the that's what the, the problem is. Now, when I get that disagreement, it's 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 making me feel like I need to change something about myself or maybe I need to stop because I'm not actually helping people when the proof is in the pudding people are being helped let me right? tell you something mm -hmm. I am so hope just put a pen right there because I know yeah. you're not finished mm -hmm. but like you just really affirmed something in me mm -hmm. that I needed somebody to just say it's okay and I remember posting something I've been posting a lot about race race relations diversity mm -hmm. all of that and in political spaces, you're always told, don't read the comments, don't read the comments, don't read don't. the comments. But who cares? Who cares? Right. I want to know what people are thinking. I want to know what I'm saying is actually resonating and making you think, even if you're crazy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
And, 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 this and it's all good is what I want to get at to you. Right, like, right. Keep being your authentic self. Yeah, absolutely. And I will. And I've gotten to the point where I'm not really reading the comments just because I don't really want, I don't want to even consume it too much because yeah. it still has an effect on me and I'm still working through that people pleaser. Yeah. Right. So I can get yep. to the point where I can read through it and it doesn't bother me. So mm-hmm. that's something that I've been doing. But people pleasing, like we've been, we've been conditioned as black men to, to people please. Just we grow up, we put ourselves last. People put ourselves last. Like the society puts us, puts us last a lot of the times, right? Like it's like, oh, you a guy, you good, you got a few straight. You only, you only know how to be good. You, you all right? From from young, right? Like, especially if you grow up with a girl in a household, like yo, you, especially in a black household, you're gonna get beat. She's not gonna get beat, right? Already, that's already sending the message. Like, well, you know, like it's already sending the message that you are supposed to be tougher and like you're supposed to know things and she's just kind of like superior and she doesn't have to go through that kind of same treatment, right? It kind of puts you at a level of kind of like inferiority somewhat, right? And so it kind of makes you feel like you should be putting yourself last. And that's not the only reason why, but there's other things that make you feel like you should be putting yourself last that lead to like this people pleasing mentality, even in our um, our marriages, right? Or like our relationships, what do we always say? Happy wife, happy life. What that I really what, I threw that away a long time ago. Yeah, as you should, right? But what that really is saying is like it doesn't matter how I feel as long as my wife feels good. And that's a people pleaser phrase. Like that is literally people pleasing one on one. It doesn't matter how you feel as long as somebody else feels good. When it's like, nah, bro, you matter too. You matter too. Um, this is dope. This yeah. is dope. And I know you got to get out of here, but I'm Absolutely, I'm just yeah. as always. I appreciate your time. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you when you like get on the big screen because that's where you're going to go. You're going to be, you know, providing supports to very famous people and in, in very big spaces. Mm-hmm. Don't forget the small folks. Don't forget. Absolutely the not, bro. Make sure you, you, you reach back. Absolutely. Um, well, yeah. but most importantly, uh, those of you that have tuned in, make sure you go follow him on all of the various platforms. Just type in express yourself, black man. Uh, or if you don't want to go on the platforms, go directly to his website. Again, expressyourselfblackman.com, and you'll find everything that Kizzle shared with us um, on this morning. Uh, so one of the things that I do want you to share with us right before we go is just one last something from you uh, so that the people that listen to us every Sunday at nine o'clock can kick off their week. Uh, and really, really enjoy um, everything that they have going on. Kizzle? Sun- yep. Sunday is a great message, uh, a great day for this message. And the message is remain obedient to God's word and what he's calling you to do, right? There is something that God has put in your heart and your spirit for you to be doing. I need you to stay consistent and remain obedient to that. In 2017, I had no traction when it came to mental health advocacy. Wow. In 2020, and in 2022, I have 50,000 people that are following the community. If I had given up in 2017, we don't have Express Yourself Black. If I if I didn't remain obedient to what I knew God was calling me to do, we don't have Express Yourself Black, man. There is a message, there is a calling that God has placed on your heart. You know what it is. When I say that, you think of something. What is it that you're thinking of? That's what you should be doing. That's what you should be remaining obedient in. Doesn't matter how many people support you. Doesn't matter what it looks like right now. Just stay consistent. That's a problem with a lot of people. We have all these great ideas. We just aren't disciplined enough. Hmm. So remain remain obedient. So your new your new name is Pastor Kizzle. I tell you <laughs> before, 
Uh, so again, thank you so much, bro, for coming through. Again, thank you all for joining me inside the room where we discuss politics, leadership, and culture. And as always, I want you to know I love you. Uh, and as Jesse Jackson would say, y'all keep hope alive. And until next week, peace. Peace.